0: I'm just like emptying or tea bag. It's tea time.
1: Tea time
0: with the beers. <laughs> tea time with the beers <laughs> and Janine.
1: Janine.
0: Yeah, it's got it got really cold. Yeah, I'm it, sitting here in the blank. <laughs> all of us not all of a sudden, but it's like the the change of weather was pretty harsh.
1: Yeah, like I got sick. Like three weeks ago, like with a virus, and I think everybody at work was also getting sick, but I don't think it was for me. I think it's just a general thing. And then I know that that it's getting colder when my asthma starts to get worse, because mm. like, so we were out yesterday. Um, I was invited to like one of the university parties, but I wasn't really feeling it. But Tobias and I, instead, we just walked around downtown,
0: just roaming around, getting the atmosphere. This week is the. the the week where the freshmen come and explore the city. That was pretty cool to watch.
1: I think it was cooler for you because you were able, I wasn't like, I don't, I don't overhear German conversations that easily. Like I have to think about them if Mm. I want to interpret them. So you were able to pick up, you were able to pick up that like a group of Asties were like passing by. And I was kind of just like, eating my fries
0: <laughs> yeah i went to university and i uh, we saw a lot of these uh groups mm-hmm. so they are they have to do some tasks like they have to do i, I don't know uh pull on these like ropes or they, they they are in groups basically and uh what i heard what i found really interesting is that they usually when they start in these groups they also during their studies they stick to their group so oh, okay. usually that's when they get to know in the, in the first place yeah that's kind of like that that law of vicinity you you stick to those people that you met on uh during these orientation days
1: yeah
0: and it was like the atmosphere was cool it was the, the whole city was crowded with these like freshmen mm-hmm. <laughs> your eyes are a bit what is it? i is have it something in like my eye that's making it
1: my my vision blurry but it's okay it's fine okay. <laughs> uh
0: yeah it's it's just yeah it's interesting to see like that that is a new part of their life uh when they move uh probably they move away for the very first time and you can see the excitement but also like people being really anxious about oh mm. what's going on like yeah can i can i how is like the, the student life do you remember these days when you were like fresh in, in college or
1: mm-hmm. yeah I do um is I had a different experience because I lived in the same like I grew up in the same city that I went to university so when I went to university it was basically just like the next step from high school but with more people because a lot of people who were at my high school also went to the university mm. so I still kept in touch like a lot of Pretty much, yeah, a lot of the friends that I keep in touch with now, what I went to high school with, uh-huh. there are some that I didn't go to high school with, but they somehow knew the other people. So I feel like I had a very closed off, <laughs> I don't know, experience in terms of like meeting people. Like I did meet people from other places, but for the majority, I think my closest friends were still the people who I met from high school.
0: Is it because uh, Edmund is pretty like Northern, so people also there are not so many people moving there for for studies or yeah but the university has a pretty it's a pretty reputation
1: yeah it's a pretty it's it's a good university so people would either go to university of Alberta or the university of Calgary so there's those are the two like big universities there are other ones of course but those are the main ones Mm. and so people would usually go to one of those so being in Edmonton like You already have like a really good university there. That's why, for me, I only applied to this one university when I was finishing high school. Were you applying for different places, or did you just decide to go to...
0: Yeah, I I wanted to go to uh, Berlin, actually. That was Mm. one of my plans, but Mm. it never materialized. But I, I don't really regret it. I like Berlin, but now i don't know if i like more smaller places mm. like s- small cities yeah like university cities whereas like in the bigger cities it can become really chaotic and I, d- I don't know i think for studies you can get lost pretty easily there's so much distraction mm-hmm. also like the living cost plays a part like i i, I thought I've it's really cheap in of,
1: berlin or is that uh, no, in not in the back anymore. of the day okay
0: I, I it used yeah, to be like that, but yeah. now nowadays Berlin is, yeah, pretty, pretty hard. Also because a lot of people moving there, mm-hmm. be uh, it's uh, very like energetic in a in a way that mm-hmm. a lot of young people want to work there. So I I've heard they really do these auditions where people uh apply for a uh, vg or like a, a shared room mm-hmm. and then they have to do like s- some tasks like to show their skills if they they are good roommate. skills yeah. oh, okay like they have to do do like singing or like they have, it's basically to see if they
1: would fit in oh okay okay yeah
0: if if they would fit in and sometimes yeah. they would line up b- with like 50 or till 100 people that are trying to, to get a room so yeah mm-hmm if you if you have a room and if you're lucky uh, or your parents are super rich and you can afford any room that's probably cooler but yeah bigger cities like Berlin Munich uh, also Cologne are just like for, for studies uh, at least for bachelor studies are pretty pricey I would say hmm. yeah same Frankfurt is like the banking insurance mm-hmm. city Düsseldorf so in, in Germany It plays a part on the other side. We don't have to pay for tuition, like you guys have. I don't know, like in Canada, it's not so much, but I know from the US, yeah, it's
1: not as much as the US for sure. But we still play, we still pay a considerable amount. Um, like I for I know it, I think we discussed this before. It varies between like faculty. I think I remember paying about two thousand five hundred to three thousand per semester, so that's about. Yeah, five thousand, six thousand a year. Mm. Whereas in Germany, I paid two hundred fifty six or something per semester,
0: which is basically the the bus pass that you can use everywhere. So you can you can even gain money by because otherwise you would have paid. Yeah. For it.
1: Yeah. Now that I'm no longer a student, I like realized how many benefits I had as a student because yeah. now. Um, Yeah, like, I have to pay for my bus pass, which is basically, like, a third of what I paid for, for like, my student, like, semester thing. And that student semester card, like, got, like, it granted me access to pretty much anywhere in the state. The whole state, yeah. Even to the Netherlands. Yeah, just, like, into, like, the first city here. But, Yeah.
0: Yeah, the, the I, I think living the student like having this throwback into the student life, watching everybody doing these games and uh challenges, trying this like bonding from beginning it's really cool. Do the do do you guys have it in Canada when you started? Yep. Like orientation? It wasn't
1: an entire week, I don't think. I think it was only maybe I'm trying to remember, maybe it was like a couple of days. Um what did they call orientation day? They yeah, they called it orientation. So it's just like you Scavenger are hands. kind of like we and then like they would show you where your classes are and stuff like that. Um yeah, they would have their own activities. I remember I didn't participate in as much though. <laughs> what? But I do I, I don't know. <laughs> I think maybe because I already lived in that area, oh, okay. I didn't feel a need to like like of course I had to figure out where my classes were, but Um, I don't know. I think I was still in a place where I just like wasn't as willing to meet new people at the time. And I think that came from living in the city and kind of being closed off and just sticking to what I knew. I think nowadays I'm a bit different. I treat that a lot differently. But at the time, I was kind of like, I don't really want to.
0: Maybe yeah, I was like that too. Like I was like, mm, in the beginning, wh- why do you have to do these games? But now yeah. looking back, it's it's a good chance to
1: yeah definitely to become
0: acquainted more with the ha- habits or to to get to know new mm-hmm. people. Like we, we discussed in the uh, new f- no new friends oh, yeah. thing. It's probably like the best way. Let's say you move from a totally different city to get to know a whole bunch of other people.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do remember though that like pretty much, like the first week of first and second year, I got like it was like I I just like had no appetite because I was just so stressed and Stress, like so yeah. nervous about school, and like I don't even know what in particular. Just the fact that like you have like a fresh new start and like it's just like totally scary. I don't know what to expect. And yeah, especially compared to high school, sorry, excuse me, Uh, university just like happens so fast. Mm. Like, it's like, well, at least for us it did. Because after one month, it's like you already have your midterm exam. And then after another month, you have another exam and then another month and then you have your final exam.
0: That's also a bit different. It's
1: different than here, whereas you only have one exam. (laughs) Yeah,
0: you have the exams in the end. Whereas in the US you have the midterms you always have paper to do but then you are pretty much like done after semester and then do people usually work then
1: after yeah, their let's say
0: like, uh, if, uh, after the break like in most countries they do people like students go to I don't know do like holiday or uh, uh, different jobs or
1: like a summer job
0: yeah summer jobs or yeah
1: so. yeah. I think that's when I started working at like Starbucks. And then, then I started working at Starbucks even while I was studying. And I think, yes, yeah, it's, it's common for people to look for summer jobs. Um, did you do any of that stuff?
0: Yeah, the, the system is a bit different. So I was doing interns, uh, internships, and, but a lot of it wasn't really paid well so uh but i was also working during my studies and i don't know like i didn't really have a summer job or something like that Mm -hmm. but i got a scholarship so that covers a bit of your tuition and living costs Mm -hmm. and yeah in general the main thing the main difference here is that you have to be willing to to write your exams or you have to write your exams after finishing the semester Mm -hmm. so then you have to do all the papers and so it's i i like more the american system because when the semester is over you know that you you have your you have your own projects then
1: Mm -hmm. yeah i don't know i see pros and cons to both systems like i think i can i managed to do both (laughs) Trying to see if I have a preference. I think for me, um, I don't know, actually. I think both systems were fine for me. Like, I was okay with having the stress of the next exam coming up because that forced me to know my material. But I also liked the freedom that I had to do whatever I wanted during the semester. And then basically kind of condense on my my attention towards the end of the semester and make sure I was prepared for that and i did well like like i did okay depending on the subject i think it would have helped definitely for the subjects that i wasn't as interested to have like regular midterms and stuff like that mm-hmm. but overall i think it was but fine. you started
0: psychology and then uh, when we discussed the um, the the different university systems i i i came across that idea of like a general education program did did you hear about that
1: Mm, that seems like that sounds like something that we already have
0: is is it in canada
1: well like you can just go into general sciences or general arts Mm. not necessarily declare um i don't know at what point you have to declare a major and a minor yeah but you can start off without one and then i think just towards the end you need to decide which one like what you want to do. So, so the, the
0: system from the beginning it's a bit more open so you can yeah. change your subjects because here when, once you start like let's say you study medicine you won't be able to change it where and also engineering like most subjects are a bit like you started from the very beginning so mm. I, I like the idea to have like one or two semesters where you can kind of like explore different subjects mm yeah and um also get a better idea of what you want so yeah i know from the american system they they have it it's mandatory also on the very good schools that you have this general education program sometimes it's part of your curriculum sometimes it's extra Mm -hmm. but um so they have the this idea of like the great lectures or so where like the, the best of the best like the best university professors are teaching But it's very broad and very, like, uh, uh, aiming at really broadening your horizon. And uh, that's basically the idea what university should should be like.
1: Yeah, I, I think there are pros and cons to it. I think it's definitely nice if you haven't quite decided what you want to do to just, like, to just learn about a bunch of different topics. However, I think you also might run into the problem where you're just going to university for the sake of it and not with an actual intention. Like, you're not, you kind of just are just going to university because you want Mm. to, you know, that it's good. But, I don't know, it's difficult because what if you, like, I think the same thing happens in Germany, too, where you're in university for so long, but um, you just, like, haven't finish just because i don't know like it takes somebody how long to do a bachelor's yeah probably just because they
0: there's not enough pressure then they there should be a balance between now expectations are pretty high when when you start like even some schools have 12 years of education and then the the pressure from the very first moment is pretty high so i guess it's it's good to have a pressure but when people get like like we had it in our friend circle also like uh, somebody got like sick for for a semester or depressed or anxious and then that that might be too much pressure on um uh, on them because otherwise they yeah they they crumble mm
1: hmm Yeah. I don't know. University is not easy for sure, because for one, a lot, well, at least in Canada, like a lot of money goes into it. Then you have like loans that you have to pay off afterwards. And then I think, um, I don't know. Also like in Germany, I know it's also difficult because a lot of employers look at your education when it comes to hiring. And I think more so than in Canada where... I think if they understand that you, if you have like um, at least some experience or for them, it's just kind of like the fact that you finish university, they know that you are able to like do the job. I think um, Germans tend to look at your grades a bit yeah, more.
0: It's, it's still very much on grades and not on your skills or what you did apart from studies.
1: And like it depends on the field. I think for computing science, whenever... Um, Whenever we would talk to employers, because sometimes they would visit the the, um, the university and people could ask them questions, we would ask them, like, okay, like, if we want to work for your company, like, what do we need? And they would say, like, the fact that you have a competing science degree already tells us that you are able to do the job because there's going to be some learning yeah. along the way. But the fact that you have this degree, like, the grades might aren't really that important for them. yeah if you're able to finish and pass and like do everything, then you should be able to figure out how to do your job. So I don't know how it is. I don't know how it is here. Cause I'm now in the process of applying for a new job. So we'll see. Like I didn't have the top grades, but I think my, my grades were okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I don't know.
0: Yeah. There's definitely a difference, but um, yeah, we, we started from that uh, yesterday, just like uh, walking around the area and, and looking, observing the student lifestyle again. So people were asking us questions.
1: Mm, okay, like on, on like Facebook.
0: One of the questions was uh, how we met.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And yesterday we kind of visited the, the, the same spots where we first met.
1: Yeah, it's funny because like I, yeah, we were just like standing and I was like, okay, oh, hey, that's where we had our first date. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like, I guess, yeah, my brother is asking us to tell the story about how we met. there You know, there really isn't much of the story about how we met. It's more of like the story of how we ended up meeting. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. That's more like the, the delay. <laughs> well, okay.
1: Of... So like I had arrived in Germany. This was 2014. And, um, I moved in with my new roommate who I had been emailing back and forth with for a couple of months. And, um, like I had Skyped with him once, but I was like, okay, like he seems like he's going to be a cool person. And when I got there, I I realized that like we just, I don't know, our personalities just didn't clash. Mm. Um, but like, at least my, my parents knew that I would be safe living with them, and I think that was their biggest concern. But yeah, no, like, I think, um, I don't know, I, I, I think, yeah, our personalities just clashed. And then I was I was trying to find ways to meet new people, and, I don't know, online dating is something that I had already kind of been doing before I, I left Canada, so it was the first thing that I pretty much went to when it came to, like, meeting new people. Um, and yeah. I came across Tobias and he, well, we matched, and then you were like asking me if I was like an android or something. <laughs>
0: no, we had a bit of uh, some, cr- like, some, some pranks, some jokes. Like, I don't know, I think we had this thing where, where I was asking for you were an avatar or something. Oh yeah, like, yeah you're asking for something. Because if it, yeah. you wouldn't reply.
1: No, uh, no, no, it was because I said I was stud- I said i was a programmer. A programmer and that's yeah. why. <laughs> and then. Yeah, it was it was it was just like some friendly like back and bit forth of banter, na-
0: nagging, and then
1: and then I think you are yeah you were already pretty like <clears throat> you were already pretty keen on like meeting up so you're just like oh hey uh, let's like hang out and I it's just like oh sorry not right now like I'm with like my family and stuff so yeah maybe another time or like maybe later or when they like when they're like when I'm not busy hanging out with them
0: and then I was ra- waiting a bit for the reply and then I
1: ghosted him. But like not intentionally, it was just because like I think a week or so had passed.
0: Yeah, probably like a week.
1: And in the world of like Tinder, I feel like that's like an eternity. Yeah. <laughs> so I was kind of like, well, I don't if if it's been if it's been this long, I knew that we we like got along pretty well. I think, um, like, because I had been writing a couple of people, but, like, it was more of just, like, oh, wow, like, you're from Canada, that's pretty cool. Yeah,
0: probably, they're they're, going to react, like, wow, you're from Canada. And they're, like, he's very keen on speaking English. Yeah,
1: so it was, yeah, but I think, like, when I was talking to you, I was, like, oh, yeah, like, he has, like, a good sense of humor and stuff like that, and I think, like, we just kind of, we were able to, I don't know, bounce off each other pretty well, but I was like, ah, I don't know, like, it's been too long. It's been a week. It's been an eternity. I think I'll just leave it, even if it means, I don't know, whatever. So I just left it, <laughs> and I ghosted you.
0: <laughs> you got you never told me that you actually deliberately ghosted me.
1: Well, no, it wasn't like, I don't know. Like I, 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 like, I knew that the conversation had, like, stopped, and I could have picked it up again. But I was just like, hmm, I don't know. Like, I was kind of, I remember, like, wondering if I should write you back or not. And I was like, ah, it's been too long. And then in the rules of Tinder, I feel like that's too much. <laughs> so, then I didn't message you back. And then what happened?
0: Yeah, I was re- writing you back, reminding you of our last conversation.
1: Yeah, I was actually pretty, I was kind of like, oh, he wrote back. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, we went on a date and that was cool. And that was basically the beginning of where we are. Now. Yeah.
0: It's an amazing story. Not like how we met, but it's not but like an epic story. It de- developed afterwards because you stayed in in in, in Germany mm-hmm. coming from Canada. Yeah. From very northern Canada.
1: Yeah, I You've think. Got
0: the, I was still like, we, we are in Germany. You've got some uh Filipino roots mm-hmm. from Canada. So we are spanning a lot of um, even continents.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I remember who was it. We were walking and, and like together, and then we met up with like some of your friends, and he was just like, "Wow, look at our multicultural couple." <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it's uh, nowadays. I never used dinner before. Like I think that was pretty much like one of our my first dates. I remember you were kind of like uh we are meeting in front of this like city gate
1: Pon- yeah
0: ponto, and then <clears throat> you're kind of like shy and standing there a bit no apparently.
1: i was standing you said ponto, so i was standing <laughs> right by pontor yeah, so okay. that's because like when i think of ponto, i don't think of the bus stop it's yeah, because okay, i'm not it's i'm not because i wasn't from there so i was like well i'm not going to stand at a bus stop when the like the landmark is the <laughs> gate itself <laughs> so we were kind of like yeah we were just um like sitting like standing there for a while and you know i i saw you but i like i was like "Hmm, maybe that's him and then i saw you like send a text and then i got the text and i was like oh Oh, yeah
0: yeah yeah right yeah but yeah yeah. that that, that was that was cool and then then we went to two places um at the pond like at the student area it's like had a really nice conversation i think we talked for like two three hours yeah like that that yeah we clicked from the very beginning and then we kept uh meeting up afterwards and
1: yeah i think what's nice about the city is that it's really easy to meet up um well, actually, I had to ride my bike everywhere, and I live pretty far. Now that I think about it, you know, like when I like, because I used to ride my bike everywhere, and it's like yeah. it's so like bizarre for me to think that I like I would really ride my bike. In from, the beginning, like, that you far. you
0: were always by bike, and it was so cute. You had this orange <laughs> uh, jacket. <on> yeah, this.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember that. One.
0: And then the still the this backpack with the Canadian patch on it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> And that one is now in the garbage because it's too, it got too worn, worn out. Worn out, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's basically how we met. I and then never thought, we like before, since my upbringing here, like social media is, is always a bit delayed. So you basically grew up with Facebook and all the, the social media. But for me, it's like, I'm probably like the, the first person in my family to to meet somebody online mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. now i feel like a lot of my friends they met online also yes. so bef- i think in the beginning when we met it was more like oh you met on tinder or yeah um, yeah i don't know but but now it's more normal normal or and yeah definitely accepted accepted to to be it's it's just like a vehicle like how how do you meet up if if you actually go to a bar and uh, go up and, and talk to somebody or, uh, I don't know, like at a bus stop or, or somewhere else. I think this is... Or wh- if you're next to somebody on a, on a plane or if you just like meet before online, I think it's not such a big difference.
1: I don't know. I think this is why like, I preferred online dating over anything because I think pretty much most of my dates were from online because I don't like... I find, like, that so difficult to just, like, approach people and, like, talk to them if you're interested in them in, like, in that way. I don't know. What I like about online dating is that you know what the other person thinks of you, like, if they find you attractive or if they would just, like, like, you're not, you're not there to really just, like, find friends or whatever, and I think when you're in my everyday life, I would rather meet people to make friends and not meet people to find like a romantic interest, yeah, so I don't know, and i always I always struggled with that kind of skill growing up, just like not really I well, like it's not like I was ever like flirting with people growing up, but it was just like i i I just like felt really uncomfortable like trying to like flirt with people, <laughs> mm. so I think online dating really helped me like I knew what like i knew like what what people were there for it was different though because like i wasn't like tinder in the very beginning and i think it still is for a lot of the part it was more of like a hookup app not necessarily for like meeting
0: that's probably what guys think i I always have the feeling that girls don't think the same way
1: it depends i i think i think there are girls who also want to use it just for like hookups and stuff um but for me, I was trying to use the same app that I used back in Canada. But I realized that Germans don't use that app as much. So That's why I went to Tinder, and that's where like mm-hmm. that's where I found more people. Um, yeah, but-
0: I, I I think Germany is still pretty big on Tinder, whereas like other countries have so many different mm-hmm. social apps and dating apps. Yeah. Uh, Do you have any other friends that have a similar story?
1: Who have like, um, I'm trying to think. Uh, Okay, just making sure it's on. (laughs) Um, Question was, if I have had friends who met online. Um, Yeah, I think uh, my, especially my gay friends, find it so much easier to meet people online because, like, there's, I think, gay people only make up about 10% of the population. So it's, for them, it's even more difficult to meet somebody online. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think it's really helped them there. Uh, In terms of my, but with my heterosexual friends, um, yeah, I think some people started to get into it, but... uh, I'm trying to think. I think online dating is becoming a lot more prevalent, though, and like as a way to meet people. And I don't know. I think I was never really. Maybe it's because I also hang around a lot of like shy people, <laughs> so I don't know.
0: Yeah, I think it's very good for pe- when when you're in a certain um, group, like you have common interests or a common. Uh, well, probably there is something like religion, sex, race like you can you can have like specialized uh, dating apps then it's really like tar- targeting whereas with Tinder it's it's just very broad but um, mm-hmm. a lot of people also use it when they travel I feel that is a big thing especially yeah. in bigger cities and yeah like for me it's, it was fine I think Tinder was um, yeah a good way to to meet people and I think yeah it worked out pretty well with us
1: yeah I think like a lot of people think of it as just a hookup app but it really just depends on the person and I don't know like in general I'm just like not the type of person to just like hook up with people I like I don't know. I kind of want to establish some sort of like relationship, not necessarily like boyfriend girlfriend, but just like to understand, like to yeah. know who they are and stuff like that. But um, yeah, I know that like a lot of people still like struggle with dating though these days. Mm-hmm. What do you think the the problem with that is?
0: Yeah, I think <sighs> hard to tell. Probably the there's so much like pressure from all sides like finding that—that that is maybe even like also like the flip side of it you can you have so much so much access so in the back of your head you're thinking okay i have all the opportunities always to optimize always to get better to have a better boyfriend better life and then people get tend to be more dissatisfied with what they have so that can even cause some some of that counter pressure also interestingly i read an article on tinder recently because they had their i don't know like fifth year university or so mm-hmm. and it stated that tinder now is um it, it kind of changed in the beginning when we met i think it was more like this wild app where anything goes whereas in nowadays uh, it's also very like um yeah commercialized in a a way Mm -hmm. that uh, you have to pay for it now or so Oh, like they have like an extra feature extra features Mm -hmm. for whatever i don't know that really changed the 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 way when it's it's uh, when you feel it's more commercialized maybe Mm -hmm. and um also i remember that this article they stated that the one third of people on tinder they are actually in a relationship <laughs> and
1: like they're already in a relationship yeah
0: they are in a relationship they i think main i was also surprised be, because the number is so big but just people want to get or i think especially girls want to have some like um how do you say like confirmation a bit like it's it's very easy validation, to get, validation yeah mm-hmm uh if you get matched it's it's just very easy so yeah they just use it for not even wanting to meet up just like Mm. to see how how many matches they get so yeah i found that pretty pretty interesting because yeah
1: well it's always like validation in some sense isn't it like i don't know
0: yeah like i mean dating is always telling you yeah what like do people like you and but the numbers are just very uneven whereas guys tend to have less matches i think the ratio is like one out of 10 or so Mm -hmm. and girls have like three out of uh, they they have got seven out of 10 or so Mm -hmm. so it's it starts with like disproportionately distorted uh ratio because guys will always try to get more matches mm-hmm. whereas girls tend to be more picky with it just makes sense it's evolution like mm-hmm. girls have to be more picky they have to be more diligent and guys in the beginning they just want to to have more fun. propagate <laughs> yeah so i think it's just a vehicle for it like tinder does it changes a bit of our behavior maybe but on the other side it also it it uh feeds uh some need that probably we all have whether mm. it's for validation or for uh just meeting somebody yeah so it it just reflects on how who we are and how we how we behave
1: mhm yeah for me i i, I think i just like that it was just like a separate um mindset versus my everyday life yeah because i don't know yeah, I'm not really looking to like. I was never really looking to like flirt with people or whatever. Yeah. So I think going on Tinder is kind of like okay, at least like I know that this person thinks I'm attractive or I knew like, yeah, stuff like that.
0: Yeah, if I, if I, looking or walking around like this uh, orientation week, uh, yeah also showed me how hard it is in the beginning you can feel like also the pressure especially when you're in an engineering town where uh, there are much more guys than girls anyways so mm-hmm. yeah it, it makes you think about how how we met and uh, yeah walking around the areas where we first met and then we've been traveling so much and experienced so much in a way it's also yeah, I'm also grateful that we had this uh, opportunity because probably without the app we wouldn't have met.
1: Mm, I don't think Be- so. Maybe
0: because you are not like I.
1: We don't hang. Go- we wouldn't hang out naturally in the same places, so we wouldn't meet. Like yeah, I, I
0: was more like going out before trying to meet, um, uh, in in person. Mm-hmm. And yeah, without the app, we probably would have never had the opportunity to meet. Yeah. So that's a big. Uh, big thing.
1: And I think also, like, a big deciding factor of, like, whether we would stay together was if I would actually get into the master's program that yeah. I applied for. Because um, my... I was only expected... Like, I was only planning to stay in Germany for one year. Yeah. I think they might... Like, the company that I worked for might have given me a contract. So, I don't know. I think things could have gone in different ways. Mm. Um, but, yeah, I think... I remember applying you still
0: would have you would have probably just left after one year.
1: Yeah. So it was kind of like if I had gotten to this master's program, like it'd be really cool because it was something that I was very interested in. And then if not, yeah, I probably would have gone back to Canada. And like I wasn't willing to do Bye. Bye. I wasn't really willing to do like a long distance relationship with somebody who had only known for a year.
0: Yeah, in the, in the beginning everything was very un, unclear like how we like keep up the relationship. I remember I was also like um thinking to myself, yeah, why what what if she goes back after one year? Mm-hmm. What if it wasn't even a year, it was 10 months or so, right?
1: Something like that, yeah. And
0: then yeah, we were lucky that you got into the master program and that gave us so much like uh, time to really get to know each other more than because when you were still working uh you are like pretty pretty busy and i was uh, doing my phd and we were both like not having the time so you doing your masters was already yeah a good opportunity for us to t- to share more time together i think
1: except for the first semester where i was in a different city
0: yeah yeah right in the no the second not the first, first. semester you were here no, mm-hmm. no, you were here in the first semester. You moved to Bonn, probably. First semester. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Ah, yeah, but you got I ah, right. I said okay.
1: You're talking about like me moving to another apartment. Yeah. That happened while but, I was still working.
0: Yeah. Right. Yeah. Anyways, still like apart from you moving to a different city, which is not so far away um but it's it didn't really um prevent us from seeing each other regularly also you you're you're back after i don't know like six months mm-hmm. yeah yeah that's a bit of a, yeah a story um
1: there's a lot more there's a lot yeah.
0: more yeah i think that that's yeah a condensed version of that
1: yeah but Sorry.
0: what were some some other questions or do would you like to add
1: some? another question was how oh like how do we balance all of our hobbies and interests and things like that when we're both like working and stuff this one's from lavinia mm-hmm. um hi lavinia <laughs> hi. um it's really difficult like this is something that i'm still struggling with um I'm the type of person who has so many interests. I, um, right now my biggest hobby is, um, hip hop. And then I'm also interested in art, like watercolor painting and drawing and stuff like that. And, um... What else? Yeah, I was into like snowboarding for a while. I like to sing sometimes. I um, like I like watching Twitch. So I was kind of trying to get into gaming. And I want to improve my German. There's just so many things that I have on my to do list and on my hobby list. Things that like you can't, you can't do them all at once. Mm. And I think And you can't just like line them all up at once and be like, okay, this is my schedule. What I've seen from like those kind of um, productivity channels, like we were talking about Thomas Frank earlier. He does a lot of those on YouTube and he says to just focus on one thing and to... It's like the Pomodoro yeah well pomodoro is more of like your studying technique but like in terms of like how you're focusing your energy like better to just pick one topic so for me i guess right now it's hip-hop but it should be it should be like studying german because i want to get better at german Mm -hmm. but um or like stick to one or two things but don't try to like spread yourself out in so many different directions because i think it's less efficient that way Mm -hmm. what's what's your um what are your thoughts on it
0: yeah i think i 100 percent agree i think i'm very i i'm not good at multitasking <laughs> <laughs> so i think for me i my biggest anchor was always reading so um i pick up books on different for uh, subjects like i did psychology always literature and philosophy and um yeah also watching like online stuff but like my I feel like I can channel my thoughts pretty well when I have the reading time. Mm-hmm. So I yesterday I started reading a, a novel after, I don't know, like so many months. And I feel I started reading like for half an hour yesterday. And I, f- I feel already it calms my mind because it's one story. It's just like your focus goes there. And I feel I have to do that. I also did it in the morning today. And then I feel it really it really releases a lot of um, your thought, anxiety or whatever when, when you just like focus on one subject. So yeah, like you said, it's good to have a lot of interest, but in a way I'm also more like a person that likes to, to go deep into one area. And since I've been reading so much for, for so many years, I wanted, like I had periods where I didn't do that but now i'm i'm getting back to it and i, I have reading lists for mm-hmm. that i i still have to work on and yeah so that is like my one big hobby the other is always like sports that keeps my my mind uh, free from all pressure so yeah both like it's hard especially when you work but i still try to do my workouts like 3 4 times a week mm-hmm. and trying to read every day so yeah yeah it's manageable still it's hard harder than than studying or doing phd when you work but it's it's still manageable
1: yeah i think um did we talk about the sword? I'm always like forgetting if you've talked about this or if you just talked about it in private. But just like having that shock of moving from like being a student to working mm. and finding out that you don't have as much time as you used to. I think I really had to kind of focus on what skills I really want to work on and how I manage my time. Like I, I still have so much to work on. Like I'm not, I'm very like untidy <laughs> to be just going to attest to that. And, um, I have to like figure out how I can try to at least maintain my living space and still like do the things I want to do. And that means that I have to kind of figure out what in my life are time sinks. So like what are things that I'm doing that aren't actually productive, that are just kind of entertaining in the moment. And that ends up obviously being a lot of YouTube <laughs> watching yeah. and that's something that I kind of have to manage. But it's some like I still haven't figured it out. I'm still trying to like um improve myself and yeah.
0: You did you did bullet journaling for a while? I tried. Did, did it help or because then uh, you have a certain that is the task? Uh, mm-hmm. for the week, for month, year or whatever and then yeah. I think it's always like good to have uh, a system but I'm also not like maintaining it.
1: I tried, I I couldn't do it. Like I think I focused too much on the aesthetics of it and like making <laughs> it look good because when you go on YouTube like a lot of the bullet journals are very like how to make it pretty and stuff like that and I think I kept striving towards that and it took away from the fact of me actually being like productive and writing stuff down. Mm. Um I've thought about going back into bullet journaling, um, but I have have so many notebooks that I'm kind of like, like that are just lying around that I started and not finished. And I don't really want to start another thing that if I don't like, if I'm not sure if I'm going to finish it. So I don't know. I kind of just at the moment rely on, my like whatever i currently use like google calendars stuff like that just write notes for myself somewhere
0: would you say very strategic i would say more than most people you have a system and then when, when you figure out something that you want to learn hmm. you can yeah like you can do that and yeah but it's it's yeah it's it's good to have also a system but then also you need some something that you enjoy like what you're watching youtubes watching stuff that you're just like browsing through youtube and all of a sudden something nice uh, pops up and you want to watch the video so i think that's also fine as long as you get get most of your stuff done
1: yeah pretty much
0: yeah that is uh that was a very cool question i think that yeah very important also to talk about when you start like work and trying to find finding a good balance between your interests still mm-hmm. i don't know people like if you have kids and then both like parents work that's that's really hard probably in the beginning
1: yeah i think like you have to if both parents are working then you kind of have to set up like a nanny system i'm guessing Yeah. i don't know i haven't really looked in, too much into that mm. but i don't know it's something that we'll have to like figure out in the future as well <laughs> eventually but
0: also a different uh question was like some people that you look up to do you have we we wanted to do a, a podcast on that but mm-hmm. do you have quickly like some 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 for uh, first ideas about that
1: mm, like i don't know you have the typical ones like my parents they're people who i look up to mm. um I don't know. I I think when I look at how people raise like a family, I'm very impressed with what my parents did as a job. Like oh, yeah. they've raised like six kids. Um, and then it was basically just my dad working while my mom was kind of stay at home. Um, I thought it was really cool that my dad was very like hands-on and crafty and, um, I don't know, my mom has like a really cool sense of humor and she's very friendly around people. So those are kind of just like the general like life kind of <laughs> people that you look up to. And, and the other stuff, I guess it would just basically narrow down to, um, I don't know, people.
0: Oops, I, I hit the socket.
1: <laughs> I don't know, like YouTube channels that I watch. So Any
0: YouTuber that you admire right now?
1: I really like Matt Diavella. He is like a minimalist and he also, he's kind of like, kind of like Thomas Frank, but different at the same time. So he is more of like a minimalist and he tries on challenges to see how he can, um, I don't know, um, like he did like a 30 days without coffee or he'll talk about, um, he did like 30 days of cold showers and he talks about, um like fitness and stuff like that
0: so more like act like ch- what does like he, he's uh he's giving himself challenges or
1: yeah and i think he also like tries to do the whole minimalist thing and incorporates that as well so um he will talk about oh man i'm like drawing a blank but he he also does like interviews with people he really likes to talk about having this balance and trying to like figure out how to i don't know do the things that you want in life um also we talked about how um trying to like yeah the basic concept is like minimalism so minimizing um how much time you use like um the internet or trying to minimize um or like i don't know try to maximize I hope
0: he doesn't minimize his own channel <laughs> or does he also minimize what
1: he i think one thing he does is that he doesn't um put ads in the middle of his ch- of his like videos and instead he has like a Patreon mm. so people donate there and i think that's where he gets most of his revenue i think cuz he's already at a point where he is pretty stable in terms of income and so he acknowledges like when income is just extra and that's when he lets people just donate instead yeah he also has a podcast which is nice to listen to um but i really like his channel um uh, yeah he seems like a cool guy I'm trying to think of what other ones I listen to I really like the podcast ologies at the moment Um, Ali Ward she is very I love that she's very um, curious and she's okay with asking questions and like she's okay with the fact that she might not know things Mm. and um, she's like very quirky and stuff and yeah she's just really cool
0: yeah yeah, I also like her
1: Mm -hmm. what about you? you have quite a few
0: yeah we but maybe we leave that topic for 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 the extra podcast okay there was always one one uh favorite subject of me uh looking at people that you idolize or yeah but i think uh right now we are already hitting the 50th minute mark so starting that topic right now maybe we just leave it for 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 an extra podcast what okay, do you think
1: yeah we can do that
0: but of course i want to thank my parents uh for also their raising uh and my upbringing
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah but in terms of yeah heroes it's yeah i have some people that i really looked up to but they are always changing so it's kind of funny so maybe we just leave that
1: (laughs) (laughs) all right sounds good um
0: we need more more of these questions then we can do like another yeah q a so yeah yeah, send us your
1: send us your questions twitter facebook um email what else we have um discord discord yeah Text.
0: Text. Pigeons. Snail s- mail. Snail s- s- mail.
1: And, yeah, we'll talk to you guys next time. Yeah.
0: Bye. Enjoy your day. Bye-bye.